Welcome to The Lending Lowdown. I'm CJ Doherty, Head of Market Analysis, and I'm joined by Maria DeCaos, Head of Global Loans Contributions here at Refinitiv. We're excited to bring you our eighth podcast in the series, so thank you everybody for tuning in today. Today we're going to look at the state of the U.S. leveraged loan market in early 2023, following what was by all accounts a tough 2022, which was marked by economic uncertainty, volatility, the highest inflation in 40 years, and interest rate hikes to try and counter that inflation. And so, Maria, I think it's fair to say that, you know, leveraged loan deal flow faces challenges in 2023. You know, lending was down sharply last year. Institutional loan volume was off by a whopping 64%. And so it's it's by no means straightforward as to what's ahead this year. Yes, um, I think that's exactly right, CJ. Uh, Based on what we're hearing, lenders are certainly hoping for gradually improving market conditions. Though there may be some jolts at times, given uh, macroeconomic news, I think that overall there's a feeling that growth will be sort of a positive upward momentum. So much of the 2022 leverage calendar was defined by deal overhang, and we expect the market to continue to make inroads in clearing the backlog of underwritten deal volume, which is still pretty much on bank balance sheets in early 2023, and we expect that to happen via secondary trades. So long-winded way of saying it's really a priority to get any sustained momentum around the new calendar of 2023 deal flow by clearing the backlog. Right. And I think further impacting loan activity, you know, M&A looks set for a slow start this year, you know, at least through the first half of the year. There's not a lot of market visibility around opportunistic deals. You know, and I guess not a lot of conviction among corporates or PE firms for deals of size. And then lenders, of course, want to do deals, but there is more scrutiny that comes with any prospective deal opportunity. And then for, I think, for M&A to pick up, it looks like there needs to be more of a meeting of the minds. You know, it will come back when buyers and sellers can come closer on valuations after the adjustment we saw last year. And at the same time, it only comes back when banks are able to confidently underwrite new financings. And the high yield bond market, you know, which has shown some signs of recovery in early 2023, needs to be reliably accessible for issuers as well. Yeah, I think that's that's right. Um, also, I think we have to keep in mind that even if lenders get back to the business of making M&A commitments, those deals are not going to come out for about five or six months um, from today. So deals being looked at right now are likely to be mid-2023 execution. So the question to ask is, you know, what does that leave us with? And until M&A eventually picks up, the expectation is that leverage loan deal flow in the early part of this year will be comprised mainly of add-ons and refinancings. Right, though, something else to keep in mind when it comes to refinancings is that many borrowers are holding on to their, their cheaper legacy pricings where they can, you know, thus contributing to lower loan volumes. So for the time being, I think, you know, volumes are expected to remain quite low relative to historical levels. Absolutely agree. And of course, apart from the macroeconomic and technical factors we just touched on, you know, there are additional market dynamics at play. The matter of credit fundamentals is pretty weighty, just as a point. Yeah, and not all leverage credits are created equal. You know, we expect that there will be continued bifurcation between good credits and challenging credits in both the primary and secondary markets. Primary market loan yields climbed sharply last year, you know, driven by higher base rates, wider OIDs and richer spreads. 
However, in, in the latter part of 2022, attractive credits were pricing relatively tightly, you know, flexing favorably to the borrower. But on the other hand, if, you know, if companies need to refinance and find themselves at the lower end of the credit spectrum, they're going to have to pay up. Right. And it's it's sort of the same general theme we've talked about with regard to the secondary market. Higher quality companies or less cyclical industries have a pretty strong bid in the market, while more challenged credits are seeing their secondary prices languish in the market. Okay. So, so moving on to credit quality, you know, I think that'll be a big focus this year, Maria. Yeah. Given the change in market conditions in the last year, there is a focus on credit quality. Credit quality in the leveraged loan market was resilient for much of 2022, with default rates remaining low, but they are expected to climb in 2023. Right. And to add to that, you know, portfolio companies have mostly performed well to date, uh, but macroeconomic challenges have signaled causes for concern. You know, in the latter part of last year, revenues we heard were keeping up with inflation, depending on the industry, but margins were under pressure and declining. Yep. And there is a cohort of companies that are really over levered and their their ratings are challenged. So there are already pockets of stress. Some companies will have problems with their interest coverage ratio as the year progresses, especially as higher interest rates start to take their toll. So, you know, we do expect that there will be some rescue financings. Right. And looking ahead on the CLO side then, uh, you know, with regard to credit quality, Triple C downgrades are a concern for CLO managers, and they are starting to pick up. And, and I think the expectation is that downgrades are probably going to be a greater driver of the market than defaults, you know, given the, the relative lack of near-term maturities. Yep. And if we look a bit more closely at the demand side of the leveraged loan market, we see that it has also posted mixed results over the last 12 months. I think the good news is that the U.S. CLO new issue activity logged in 2022 totaled $129 billion, which is the second highest total on record. And this came when CLO spreads were climbing and structures increasingly favored shorter terms. Yeah. And to add to that, you know, going forward, you know, CLO issuance is expected to decline in 2023 uh, with, you know, new issue forecasts are ranging at the moment from 90 billion to, to 100 or 125 billion. Uh, so that general area. And, and so far in January, we've had like seven U.S. CLOs priced last week. You know, there was five BSL, two middle market, and that brought year to date uh, volume to 3.2 billion. Moreover, AAA spreads for, you know, the, the top or the tier one issuers you know, have tightened from 220 basis points to around the 180 to 200 basis point area. Yep. And sticking for a moment with the demand side, May through December 2022, retail loan funds saw huge outflows totaling $36 billion. The good news is that there are some signs of optimism in early 2023. Last week, we saw weekly fund flows turn positive for the first time since last June. And granted, it was only a small amount, totaling about $35 million. And it's only been one week, so it's definitely not a trend. But hopefully, it's a start with more momentum around positive inflows to be seen. Okay, so let's wrap up by touching on performance. You know, performance-wise, leverage loans they actually managed to outperform nearly every other asset class last year, and they ended the year down less than 1%. That said, secondary loan market prices fell around 7 points, but they, you know, they moved somewhat higher in the fourth quarter, and they've started this year with gains of around 1.5 points. So, so we're now back to 
you know, September levels at around 93 cents on the dollar. Some investors think that the worst is not over and secondary loan prices could again test their recent lows. And related to that, forecasted 2023 leverage loan returns by bank research desks have varied widely from about 8% gain to an 11% loss. And that sort of illustrates the degree of uncertainty in the year ahead. Right. So, so an interesting year ahead then. And on that note, we have to wrap up as that's all we have time for today. Thanks, Maria. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, I invite you to check out our leverage loan analysis at loanconnector.com. Follow us on Twitter at LPC Loans. I'm CJ Doherty. Subscribe to the Lending Lowdown on your favorite podcast platform. When you contribute your fixed income deals to Refinitiv, they'll reach over half a million buy and sell side professionals around the world and be included in our industry-leading league table rankings. To ensure we're capturing your entire deal flow, visit contribute.refinitiv.com forward slash FI sign up or contact our team at contribute at refinitiv.com. Make your deal count.